0: Today we're going to talk about medical examinations required by the insurance company. Although the insurance company wants you to believe, or wants the public to believe, that they're sending you to a doctor to independently evaluate your symptoms, your injuries, causation, etc. In reality, these are anything but independent. The insurance company is very select, selective, very careful on who they select to assess you after an accident. It should come as no surprise that insurance companies are for-profit organizations that seek to minimize the recovery for injured parts. They want to pay you as little money as possible for your injury or claim. And they have several tools to try to defeat or deny claims and one of these is through the medical examination from a doctor of the insurance company's choosing. Now, sometimes these medical examinations are from your own insurance company, like in the context of first party uh, benefits from your own insurance company, and other times it's from the insurance company for the at-fault party. In many situations, it's a requirement for the injured party to attend these examinations. The tricky part is, How do you attend an examination like that knowing the doctor is really working for the insurance company? Okay. And in fact, these doctors very often do a lot of work for these insurance companies and they routinely assess people who are injured. Sometimes they'll assess many people in a given day, one after the other. So these doctors are earning thousands of dollars to see people on behalf of the insurance company and some doctors are actually earning more money seeing injury victims on behalf of insurance companies rather than treating patients. Some doctors have earned in excess of a million dollars on behalf of insurance companies. So they're truly not independent examinations. In many instances, these are mandatory, they're required. You have no choice but to attend an examination. Of course, if you're ever asked to attend an examination, make sure you have the advice of your lawyer and your lawyer will tell you whether or not you need to attend or if there's a reason why you don't need to attend. You cannot control what that doctor will write. You cannot control what that doctor will ultimately give as an opinion, what their conclusions will be, but there's a lot you can control. And so I wanna talk to you a little bit about the things that you can control when you go into an assessment with a doctor on behalf of the insurance company. Number one, be honest. While you can't control their opinions, at the very least, you want that doctor to Acknowledge that you were credible. You gave them the facts about your pre existing health, about the injuries sustained in the accident, about your symptoms, the treatment you've had to date. So, number one, be honest and share with the doctor the history, the onset of the symptoms, and also your pre existing health history. You speak to your lawyer, obviously, in advance of attending a medical examination on behalf of an insurance company because there'll be other advice that your lawyer will want to share with you. Another important factor, insurance doctors love to write and report that people are exaggerating. So even in the physical exam, the insurance doctors will put in a number of tests, and these tests are designed to elicit whether a person is being credible in what they're reporting as physical symptoms. If the doctor performs an assessment, moves your body, puts pressure on certain parts of your body. Only express pain or increased pain if in fact it happens. Maybe the doctor is encouraging the person to express that a certain maneuver elicits pain, but really this might just be a setup. The doctor might say to you, look now when when I press here that probably hurts your low back, doesn't it? And you think it should because the doctor has suggested it should and the person says it does. And in fact, you were just set up. It goes without saying that honesty is always the best policy. So maintain your credibility and be honest at the time of the assessment. The insurance medical examination is just one tool that the insurance company has to try to minimize or defeat your claim. Insurance companies are always reactive. Okay, so they'll go out and hire a doctor in reaction to your medical records, your medical file. And they're gonna to try to select a doctor that is highly credentialed. Typically these doctors have really excellent CVs. They've got academic appointments. They typically publish, as well as a, a, a strong clinical practice. So they want a doctor that has really good credentials. And the point of that is because they're trying to defeat or supersede or trump your own treatment providers. Brings us to the point that it's important to make sure that to the extent that you have symptoms and ongoing injuries from an accident or another injury event, then you continue to treat, that you continue to see your treating doctors that you follow up with specialists if you've been referred to specialists, that you follow their advice to try to get better because it's really difficult for an insurance doctor to counteract a robust team of treating healthcare providers. The doctor the insurance company sends you to, they're being paid thousands of dollars to see you, but they typically don't see you for even an hour. And they see you typically just on one occasion, very briefly, and then write a report on the other hand, you're treating doctors, they have the benefit of really getting to know you. They see you on an ongoing basis. So they see the ebbs and flows with your symptoms, your injuries. And so those doctors will really have much more credibility, much more information, and ultimately the best way to defeat the insurance company's doctor's opinions if they're negative is to continue to treat with your own healthcare providers. When you go to see an insurance doctor, you must be aware that this doctor will not be a treating doctor. He's not there to treat you. They're not there to offer you any advice on how to get better. They're not there to be your doctor in any way. Their only purpose is to do an assessment and write a report for the insurance company. And if necessary, to testify about that opinion at a hearing or trial. That's it. So you'll typically be asked to sign some paperwork acknowledging that there is no doctor-patient relationship being formed. Really that this doctor is seeing you exclusively for the purpose of giving an opinion to the insurance company. Going back now to talk about the importance of your maintaining your credibility and being honest with the assessing doctor. Because like we said, you can't control what they write in their report as long as that report indicates that you were honest, that you were credible, that you were a good historian. We don't really care what the doctor's opinions are that much to the extent that they don't line up with your treating doctors, because that assessing doctor has to acknowledge that you were honest, that you're credible. And so if you were honest in their presence, then likewise, they have no reason to dispute that what you told your treating doctors over the last 10 months or two years, or however long you've been treating for your injuries. And so when you reported symptoms of pain or psychological symptoms, there's no reason to dispute that you were being honest at that time as well, because the opinions ultimately would just be a battle of the experts. It would be a difference of opinion between the insurance company doctor versus your team of treating doctors. And I think anyone looking at that objectively whether it's a judge or a jury or a adjudicator of any kind, would probably conclude that in that scenario, the treating doctors have more information as opposed to a doctor who has seen you once for an hour or less on one given day and gives an opinion for the insurance company. It's not only important to be forthcoming with the insurance company doctor, The same goes with all of your doctors, including your treating doctors. You want to have consistency in your medical records. If someone doesn't give all the information, they hold back information about maybe pre-existing injuries because they think that might hurt their case, or they're just making up numbers on pain scales, for instance. You know, if a doctor asks you what's what's the pain, zero or 10 being the worst, don't take those lightly because the insurance company and their lawyers will go through those and look for inconsistencies and they will say that on this day you told this doctor you had pain of seven two weeks later you told someone else you were completely resolved a week later you had pain 10 out of 10. the insurance company will use any inconsistencies in your treatment records to say that you're not giving the healthcare providers accurate information and in fact they'll try to say that you're lying okay and similarly If you don't disclose your pre-existing health, they'll say the same thing. You weren't honest with your doctors. And equally important, it will undermine the opinion of your doctor because they'll be able to say to your doctor, if they're ever cross-examined, that you didn't have all the information, that that was important information. The patient never told you this. In fact, all they told you was whatever is contained in the records, And so, therefore, their opinions and their conclusions aren't valid. Okay? So, always be forthcoming whenever you're seeing a doctor, whether it's a treating doctor or a doctor for the purposes of doing an insurance examination. It's also important to know that on the day of your uh, insurance medical examination, it could also serve as an opportunity for the insurance company to put you under surveillance. Insurance companies like to use surveillance. It's impossible really to predict when or how often they will put a person under surveillance. But we've come to recognize that very often insurance companies will utilize surveillance on the same day that they're sending you or a person to a medical examination. And that might be for a number of reasons. They know exactly where you're going to be. They know the schedule. It's easy to capture surveillance and probably more importantly, they are looking for inconsistencies in your behavior, your appearance, while you're leaving to go to the medical examination, while you're being assessed, and then later on that day after the examination has been completed, they want to see if there are inconsistencies. But for instance, maybe someone's using an aid like a cane, and having difficulty walking on their way to the assessment, and then later that day, if they're captured doing activity that's not consistent with that presentation, then, uh, of course, it makes it easy for the insurance company to demonstrate that this person is exaggerating to doctors, that their presentation to the doctors doesn't accurately reflect their day-to-day functioning. I hope you found this uh, topic informative, and if you have any questions, feel free to give us a call anytime. We're happy to speak to you about your case and see if we can help you. Our contact details are contained in the show notes below.